Welcome to This Week in Sparkling Water. My name is Joachim Eriksson, and this is not an episode again, you know? Like last week, because I, I can't do it, because I just sat here and, like, recorded an audiobook for six hours, and I can't give you an hour and a half of a good episode of a podcast on the backs of that, on the, ta- on the heels, on the heels following, following that. I don't know what the expression is, but... Anyway, I do feel good about it, though, because I think... I recorded a lot, and then I think I figured out all the technology of how to do it. <laughs> like, it's so complicated. There are so many filters on it in the end. Like, you run a de-esser to get the S's to be less sharp. But then also when you speak, you speak with a lar- less sharp S. And then you run a noise gate on it so that breathing noises between sentences, like this noise, <gasps> is pulled down but not removed, because you just want to bring it down about 12 decibels, um, because without breathing noises, you sound robotic and weird. So you want them in there, but you want them quiet. And then you need a noise a noise reduction thing on it. But but you again, you don't want it to be too strong, because you want a little bit of a room tone in the background. So what you want, and all of these filters, you want to apply them really gently. You want to apply them as little as possible because it, because you don't want to run five filters on it and then end up with a really sort of overproduced metallic voice that would, where there's very little of the actual human voice left. You want like a few gentle filters so that it's really just a voice that maintains all of its own integrity against a neutral, pleasant, not completely silent room tone. You just want like a beautiful, clean, peaceful studio sound, which is very hard to get to, but I think I got it. And then also the reading. I feel like now I've figured out how to do it, how to like do different... I don't know. There's just, it's not so much different voices as it is different volumes and tones and stuff. And, and I figured out that like, you can have a dialogue. And then when there's like commentary on the dialogue in the dialogue, that's stuff that's not in quotation marks. That's kind of hard to explain that what I'm about to say now is not in quotation marks. But if I say that much quieter, it sounds like it's in a very different voice. And then when I normalize all the audio to bring all the volumes up to the same, then I have like a loud whispering voice almost. No, that sounds that not whispering, but just it's a quieter voice, the volume of which has been brought up and it just like works. Because it's like a loud voice in a dialogue that's b- brought down, followed by a commenting, cl- quiet voice that's brought up. So the volume of everything is actually the same, but the voices have a different texture and, and quality to them. And one sounds like you're commenting from the inside of your head, but one sounds like someone speaking out into a room. I don't know. I don't know if it works, but I think I have it figured out. It's a pretty funny, it's a pretty fun process, actually, as much as it is incredibly painful and totally torturous. So anyway, we're doing this episode here, and it's not an episode, and I'm just going to drink one water and tell you about one thing. The water is day trip, prebiotic soda. I was pretty sure that the day trips had CBD in them, but this might be a different day trip thing prebiotic soda. I'm 90% sure that I haven't done this one before, but I didn't actually check. 
na uplifting turpentines. Turpentines sounds like the stuff you don't want. Like when they do, what's it called, hash and stuff? They want hash to be cold infused with THC or whatever and not infused with turpentines because turpentines are real bad for you. So here you have a sparkling water where they put turpentines in it and they say that the turpentines are uplifting. So there we go. Um, day trip, prebiotic soda, berry citrus. Also, who knows what prebiotic versus probiotic means? Does anyone know what that means? I don't believe it. Let's smell it. What's the flavor? Berry citrus. Yeah, berry. Ugh, that's way too unspecific. Berry citrus is the two most unspecific, terrible mixed berry. Like, oh God. Okay, let's just try it. Yeah, okay. So that's... Uh, that's just, it's not a negative, it's a zero out of 10. There's strawberry in there that's actually quite real, but then beyond that, it's like, it's just every single artificial flavor you've ever heard of. Yeah, that's a zero out of 10. That's really terrible. Okay, so here's the one thing I'm gonna talk about. For the last two weeks, I've been doing nothing but working and trying to do this audiobook, right? So what does my life look like when I do that? Well, I wake up, I wake up at about, I work on it until about 5.30 a.m. And then I wake up at about 1 p.m. And then I work on it for an, uh, about four hours and then I take a break and then I work out and then I eat salad. Let's, let, I haven't eaten a salad in, in a long time, but now in a few days, I had a salad a few days ago. I have a salad in my fridge, half eaten salad. Anyway, the point is that, um, I just wake up and I work on it and then I call Mama's Pizza, which is a pizza place like uh, 200 meters from my house, very close to my house. And I call them and I, I'm like, can I get a pizza for pickup? And then I go over there and I pick up a pizza because it's so efficient, you know? You just sit and you work and you have a slice of, slice of za. Does anyone ever say that unironically? And then you have another slice and you keep working and it's just like a very efficient meal. But here's what happened last Thursday when I go get the pizza. Here's what happened. I call in the order. I get a big old pizza because I'm like, this is what I'll eat for 24 hours. It's a Hawaiian pizza. And I'm like, could you throw some fresh basil leaves on there? And she's like, I don't have basil, but I have pesto. So I'm like, yeah, f fuck it. Put some pesto on a Hawaiian pizza, you know, because I have good taste. And then she's like, it's going to be $32. And I show up and she's like, $32. And I put my card into the card reader. And then she starts shaking the machine. And she starts putting both hands on each side of the machine, just shaking it. She's like, oh, no. And she turns it upside down. And look, this is insane because what, what it is, is it's like a tablet that looks like it, it's a tablet like that looks like it exists beyond time because it looks like it's. 60 years old, you know? But it can't be 60 years old because tablets, cheap tablets are copies of iPads. And iPads have only existed for like, I don't know. The first iPad came out and I was dating Wendy Wang and she bought me one. And, and that was about 2010, I guess, 13 years ago. So nothing tablety can have existed for more than that. 13, 10, 13 years. So this is a new thing, but it looks so old and she turns it over and the back of it is just all these wires and she's showing it to me and she's like, yeah, look at these wires, man. I mean, this thing is crazy and this is not the, and the thing is dead. And I'm like letting her work on it for a bit. And the, the back of it looks like all these wires that like 
a child put together with one of those like science kits with a soldering thing that you give to kids, like a first, like just an electronics, you know, starter pack where you, where you, you're a seven-year-old nerdy kid and you just like kind of get to put some green wires together and solder them together. It looks like a child fucking made this thing and gave up halfway through, okay? So the tablet is dead and she's trying to fix it and I'm taking pity on this poor woman here. Like, we're so far from civilization and she sells food in this place and no one else is selling food for like, it's a 30 minute drive to anyone else that sells food. So she's really doing the community a favor, even being here, you know? And on the, on the other side of the wall, there's like a, like a punk band playing a live show because there's a bar and it's a bar I've never been in there. It's called the Brass Rail. It's, it's, a, it's a super dangerous biker bar that Javi, in the past, it's been like literally one of the most dangerous places in the in this country, probably. Like in the 80s and stuff, when, when this was really biker territory, when Hell's Angels, like because Hell's Angels used to have their HQ up here and they would control all the meth traffic in all of America and everything around here would just be like... Um, um, just biker gangs driving up and down. And actually I had this one buddy, I shouldn't say his name, but he grew up around here and he's like in his sixties and he's told me these stories of how he used to walk to school cause he had a really fucked up home life. So he would walk to school like in the seventies up here on the ridge in this area. And he'd walk on this fucking hot, hot highway with no shoulder. And like these bikers would like pick him up and they'd be like, yeah, we're going to go murder someone, but we'll pick you up and take you to school on our way to murdering someone, you know? So chill. Anyway, um, so uh, on the other side of the wall, there's this like biker bar with a punk band doing like live music. And the lady hates the punk music. So she's playing her own music out of this weird, big Bluetooth speaker, really, really loud, competing with the music. And I got to tell you, man, I'm a little bit of a audio snob, as you can tell from my first five minutes of talking about noise gates and noise cancellation and getting a beautiful studio sound. Um, I'm a little bit of an audio snob. And to me, there's nothing worse. Okay, there are many things I hate when it comes to sound. People that try to play me music that they want to recommend to me on a phone speaker, <laughs> that's a that's a good way to get me to just like never respect you ever. Like you, I lose all respect for someone immediately when they do that. Like nothing says third world country as much as like someone being like, hey, I, I heard this really good song. Let me play it to you. First of all, don't recommend things to me like that at all. Like don't show me, don't show me pictures from your vacation on your phone. Don't show me a meme on your phone. Nothing like that. Text it to me and I'll see it on my screen on my time. Never, ever show me anything on your device. That's your device. You know, you bring that into the bathroom. I'm not interested. Keep that to yourself. Me looking at your phone screen is like me using your toothbrush to brush my teeth. Keep that away from me. And then you playing me a song on your phone, it's like the most offensive thing in the whole universe to me. So just get that shit out of here. But then... The, another offensive thing when it comes to sound, it's like just 
two songs playing over each other. Like, can anyone just ignore that? Can anyone just chill when there's two songs playing over each other? So this woman hates the punk music coming through the open door off to the side. And so she is playing her own music to drown it out. But really, we're just standing there. And it's like a very, very sad scene, you know? And so I'm taking pity on this horrible woman in this horrible sound situation with this horrible tablet. And she can't even charge me and she's freaking out. And I'm just like, hey, 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 lady, lady, lady. Would it be easier if I just paid cash? And she has no idea how much I owe her. So she's like, yeah, I guess, I, I guess yeah, it's, it'd be a lot easier. It'd be a lot easier. And I'm like, how much is it? And she's like, it's her pizza place. She's owned it for decades, but she still cannot tell me how much a pizza is. So she's like, I guess it's, it's like around 30, you know, it's around 30. And I'm like, okay, here's $40 cash. Okay. You keep the change. You have a good day. It's like very noisy in here. Your life seems okay. 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 Now, we that brings us to the actual important thing I need to say in this episode. First of all, uh, Jacob Bradley at the front desk, he's been getting into the pod and he likes to listen and he likes to listen for possible moments of when um, his name is brought up. And so now I will bring up a relevant story to the story I'm telling that he told me, which is an amazing story. It's a really, really good story. <laughs> He told me, fuck, have I told this story on the podcast already? I don't think so. That wouldn't make any sense. Jacob Bradley at work. First of all, he left work on the clock. Jacob, you're not supposed to do that. That's not how it works being an hourly employee and working on the clock. But I let it slide because he's my fucking guy. He's my homie. I look, man, I love Jacob. Jacob, look, there was a different Jacob at the at, <laughs> The night audit is a person who shows up at 11 p.m. and stays till 7 a.m. And it's very funny because we had one for a long time and he became my buddy and his name was Jacob. And then he moved to Boise. He moved to Idaho, not Boise. He moved to the fucking flatlands of Idaho. And then he was replaced by a new Jacob with the same job. So it's confusing. But, but the new Jacob, he's my guy and we play chess. And so Jacob left work um, to go to the 76 gas station uh, at 2 a.m., right? And, and then he comes back and he's telling me like, oh, there was this guy sitting there. I don't know. I don't think I'm, now I'm losing steam with my own story. Now I'm, oh, okay, okay, okay. Now I'm losing, now, I'm, now there's a growing sense of self-hatred in my heart. And I feel like this is not making any sense and it's not, I'm, this is not a good episode of the podcast, but I'm just going to keep going. Um, Jacob is at the gas station and there's a guy sitting at the counter working there and he looks deeply, deeply depressed because he works at a gas station at 2 a.m., you know? That's a life not to, a life we don't envy. You feel me? And then the lady in front of Jacob in line looks at the man sitting depressed at the counter at the gas station at 2 a.m. And she goes, I hate your life for you. That's what she said. <sighs> I hate your life for you. And it's a good line. I just think it's a good line. It's a devastating thing to say out loud, though. Like, we are supposed to just go through 
the the fucking circus of 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 the the human spectacle. We're supposed to just like walk through it, and certain things we're supposed to not say them out loud. And saying "I hate your life" for you out loud is rude, because that man is uh, then that man can no longer pretend like everything is fine. Because it's very important that we are allowed to pretend to ourselves that everything is fine. And she took that away from that man that night. And Jacob thought it was uh, fucking hilarious. And so did I. It was very funny. I hate your life for you. Anyway, so I'm at the pizza place last week. And the lady, she's definitely trapped here on the ridge. And her life sucks. And she has all these 16-year-olds working for her at the pizza place. And she has had this pizza place for decades. And there's music coming in through the door. And her own music is very loud. And it's a horrible experience. And her computer that she uses to ring in orders is so broken and will not boot up. And she doesn't know how much her own pizzas cost. And like, I hate her life for her, but I don't say it out loud. Instead, I'm just like, here's 40 bucks, keep the change. Um, you don't have to try to figure out this broken computer. You're about to close for the day. Just like, do your thing, lady. And she gives me a pizza and, and I leave and I go home and it's a delicious pizza. And that was fuel, you know, that was fuel for a while. But then here's the thing. I'm budgeting real good because I accidentally spent $6,000 last month. So I was like, let's try to spend as little as possible this month. Let's save a little bit of money. I noticed that it's 8 p.m. already. This is too late. I noticed that she double charged me. She charged my card and I paid her $40 in cash. So I paid $75 for a pizza. And so today I'm going to call them and order a pizza and, and be like, hey, accidentally, you charged me two different ways yesterday. And this is, or last week. And this is something that I've been anxious about all day and I've been procrastinating with all day. Yeah, I'm going to make this a two-parter. I'm going to stop recording now and I'm going to go deal with the pizza thing. And then I'm going to record more and I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you if my avoidant personality disorder made it so that I couldn't even bring it up so that I end up paying 75 bucks for a pizza, like a real small town level pizza, you know, I'm going to record a second half of this and tell you what happened, but it's also 8 PM now. So they might already be closed. This whole thing might be screwed up. All right. I'll be back. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> now I'm back and there was a 30 minute break there or an hour or it was actually just 30 minutes. And that was devastating. Like, oh, I hated that. I tried to go back at the exact same time so that I would run into, so that I would interact with the exact same employee. Because I feel like everyone has the same schedule. So if I go back at exactly the same time on a Thursday the next week, but no, the lady, the lady who who I paid $75 for a pizza, she wasn't there. And so I had to talk to one of the 16 year olds and I felt like such a piece of shit just explaining it and being like, and she's like, yeah, I can refund you cash. And I just felt so bad that I was like, no, just give me a pizza instead. Cause if she gives me cash, I don't know. And she's like, okay, I'll have a pizza ready in 15 minutes. And then I walk around, I went next door to the vintage shop and my uncle back in Sweden who had some sort of blood marrow cancer. I think he's losing his hair. He emailed me and he was like, when you come to Sweden, would you bring me some cool American hats? And I think it's because he's losing his hair. So I go in and I buy, I pick these two hats and I'm like, these look like they cost about $3 each. So I was like, let's do two. And so I go up to pay. And then the guy is like, yeah, so these cost, 
we haven't priced them yet. We just picked them up, so we haven't decided on a price. So we're gonna call it twenty-five bucks each. So he charged me. He charged me fifty bucks for two hats, and I guess that's just what hats are in this economy. I guess you know everything is expensive now, but um, and I should have put one back. But I'm so avoidant today, and I used up all my confrontation energy with the lady when I asked her for a free pizza. So I ended up just spending fifty bucks on two hats, and then I go back to the pizza place, and I was gonna. I'm, I'm, I go in before going in. It's so funny when you're gonna tip someone cash and how awkward it is to do it, and how awkward it is to take your wallet out and look through your money and pick some money and then give give money over. So like one way to be like lame savvy, like fake savvy, is to like pick the money out of your pocket, take the money out of your wallet beforehand. But really, it's such a beta move, like you. You, you care too much about looking savvy, so you act super beta and you'd like prep yourself before walking in. So like before walking back into the pizza place, I like take my wallet out and I'm like, I take a 20 out because I'm going to tip her 20 bucks. And then I stand there and I'm just realizing that like, I spend way too much money being, feeling, it's not like generosity is too, saying that I'm generous, that's too like, um, self-congratulatory of a word. Like, that's not it. It's more like I'm too obsessive and off. I'm not balanced. So I just end up spending money on shit in weird ways because of mental health stuff. It's actually a really interesting corner of psychology, just like the intersection of money, spending habits and mental health. Because like, um, I was reading this one thing about like um, bipolar people and when they're when they start spiraling into being manic and how the algorithm knows, like basically their credit card company knows when they are going through an episode because of spending habits, patterns, big data. The credit card companies know everything, right? In my whole life, I just wish my credit card company could send me like a fucking diagnosis already. But so... I'm standing and I check in with myself. I'm standing outside of the pizza place and I like check in with myself and I'm like, look, this 16 year old, it's just, she's making me a pizza. I don't need to tip her 20 bucks on a pizza. Like it's a $30 pizza. I don't need to tip her 20 bucks. So I'm like, I check myself before I wreck myself. And I, I, I put the 20 back in my wallet and I take out $10 and I'm like, I can tip her $10. It's okay. We at work, we keep doing this thing where like, mid-shift everyone's hungry and the kitchen doesn't want us to order food so we like get food from one of the restaurants across the street or down the way or something and then somehow it always ends up that I pay for it on my card and then people give me cash and then only half of the people give me cash and then I'm too awkward and avoidant to ask everyone for money so only half of the people give me money and then and then somehow it's always like I get a I get a little bowl of Thai food and it costs me $55 because I charge 120 to my card and then people just give me like 65 in cash and somehow I, I still end up paying 55 bucks for like a little bit of rice just because all these people didn't pay me back. And it's like my fucking avoidant personality disorder is costing me a lot of money. But I tipped the 16-year-old $10 for a pizza and and, th and there you go. And now I have this pizza. Anyway, you know I could just sit here forever, but I have to keep doing this. I have to keep um, 
I have to keep <laughs> doing this other painful thing. Okay, I love you guys. Um, as soon as this thing is done, I'm gonna I'm gonna be back with some real podcast episodes, and we're gonna be back to our regular programming. Okay, I love you guys though, and and you know, it is it is what it is. <laughs>